Wellness Warriors! How are you doing? This is Dr. Katrina Nieskern, physical therapist and coach, and I'm coming to you live on this beautiful day here to inspire, uplift, and motivate you, sharing some information, insight on our four pillars of wellness, which is mind, body, soul, and spirit. I'm here to help you to inspire you, to educate you, to uplift you, and to grow right alongside you. I hope you get the most from this podcast, and if you do, please share, like, comment, leave a review, and uh, give it to someone else. Hopefully that maybe we can make a difference in their lives as well. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, Warriors, thank you for joining us today. I am here with Dr. Juan M. Michelle, who is a women's health physical therapist, as well as many, many other things, including an amazing mother and a miraculous friend. So I have this privilege with her today, and John, I just want you to share a little bit first your journey of wellness and how it speaks into mind, body, spirit, and soul, and what brings you to your wellness journey and how you translate that to your patients. Uh, Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, Like you said, I'm Joanne Michelle Martin, and I am a public physical therapist, public floor physical therapist, and I, um, wellness is huge. I think wellness is more of a way of life than it is a thing that we do, and it should be more of a way of life. Um, when we talk about, and, and sometimes I could do better in some facets of wellness than others. Sometimes I do, you know, I'm able to focus in and zone in better, um, you know, with regards to, meditation and mindfulness or with regards to prayer and spirituality or exercise and you know and then there are some times that like exercise is out the window for the day you know and and it's like okay I just got 10 minutes to meditate let me just kind of sit here and be still and then there are days when it's all you know like oh but one one thing that I've learned is it's a constant journey um like I said, it's just, it's more of a state of being. It's more of a, a organic, an organic process and something that continues to evolve. Um, and something that we have to continue to make the effort and make the time to put, you know, as a priority in our lives. Because as, you know, as life changes, as things change, there's so many different things that come up, you know, whether it's motherhood or work or life stresses or whatever have you and you have to figure out you know what can I do um to kind of make make wellness um and some may say self-care but you know they kind of go hand in hand but what can I do to make this a priority well and then for those of you listening we're recording this right after um we're in the middle of the seavoid pandemic but also um the george floyd incidents and so maybe a specific message for um black females in general like how what would you recommend for taking care of themselves during this time as a woman and um just through everything that's been going on in the world Take time to just be, 
take time. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to, um, and you don't have to justify your reasonings, your rationale to anyone. I mean, you have a right because what, what, what many may not realize is that, you know, George could have, could have easily been, you know, my son or somebody else's son. Um, and, and that's, that's where it hits home. That's where it hits very, very close to home because there have been a lot more that went before him. Um, you know, same color skin, just a different name. Um, it, there have been a lot that have gone before him. And so it becomes very traumatic. It becomes, you know, very frustrating. And, and there are a lot of offensive emotions. And, you know, it, it, because race is in general something that makes people very uncomfortable to discuss um i think that they're just you know for for not wanting to you know be contentious or or whatever have you we we tend to be silent and and being silent we may be deemed passive aggressive and then being silent we may be deemed you know um I mean, and even if you haven't been rude or if you haven't been, if you haven't done anything out of, con, you know, out, out, of, out of norm or out of character, it may still be deemed by some as problematic. And if you open your mouth to express how you're feeling, then that's too much for some people to handle. So all that to say is, you know, to my sisters out there, take time to process your emotions, take the time to vent, take the time to cry, take the time to do whatever it is that you feel as though you need to do mm-hmm. um, to kind of get you through this this season. Um, and also, you know, seek out help if you need it. There are a lot of organizations um, out there, a lot of mental health um, practices that are offering, you know, sessions and, and, and there are a lot of you know amazing mental health coaches and therapists and whomever out there that are there they're available for for you to lean on and, and so on so um and i work with quite a few um shout out to the wonderful wonderful um therapists and counselors at petrichor counseling um you know they're available they do telemental health um most of them are resuming in-person sessions right now and so, you know, take, take that time for you. Take that time to kind of, you know, regain your footing, so to speak, um, in life. And, and, you know, don't feel like you have to justify that to someone. That's really beautiful and powerful to hear. And us both as medical practitioners, we know the power of negative energy and how that can manifest in the body as disease, as pain, any negativity or not feeling those feelings um, or dealing with them, if we do suppress them, they're going to come out in different ways. And oftentimes, especially for women, I feel like it comes out physically and in our health, affecting our hormones, affecting, causing inflammation and causing a lot of negative things within us. Um, have you Absolutely. have you found because um, I call her Jay. She likes to go by Jay, Doctor Jay. I'm Doctor K. She's Doctor Jay. Um, she has an amazing telehealth practice as well. So if you want to support small business owners and beautiful black females, empowering them and need some help with women's um, issues, she does telehealth as well. So even though she may be in a different state, she can definitely help you out. Have you found when helping women with some of their pelvic floor issues um, 
that sometimes emotions or other traumas or things come up in your sessions? Oh my God, all the time. Um, especially when you're talk when I'm dealing with women with chronic pelvic pain, you know, mm-hmm. and chronic pain is described as any pain that, you know, somebody is dealing with for at least a period of six months. Um, by that point in time, you know, we, we like to think that pain is in the tissues, but pain is really manifested in the nervous system. Um, and, and by the time you have had the, this feeling, by the time you've endured this for that length of time, for that long, what tends to happen is now it, it's, it becomes systemic. And so it's not just, um, it's not just, oh, my back, oh, my pelvis, it's everything else. And then we add in, you know, for example, again, with chronic pelvic pain, let's say that their issue was, you know, pain with intercourse, and we can extrapolate that out so much because now it's not just I'm having pain with sex, it's I cannot be intimate and share with my partner. Now they're frustrated, the partner's frustrated. And that can cause tensions in the relationship. You know, now everybody's nitpicky about everything, everybody's snapping about everything. You know, now she might be having a self-esteem issue because, you know, she, that part of her, her womanhood, you know, her sexuality is compromised and she can no longer um, do the things that she feels that she's designed to do. You know, maybe this is somebody who wanted to start a family and because of the issues that they're having, they cannot do that at this time. And so now we've got the emotional component. We've got that psychological component. And then that starts to eat away. And because, again, of that, now we've got an influx of stress hormones, so cortisol is on the rise, you know, and now that, that you know, a constant surge of cortisol happening all the time, well, now let's look at how that's affecting the rest of the hormones and hormonal balance. So now we potentially could have an impact on HPA axis, you know, mm-hmm. what are the other hormones doing? And then how is that affecting, um, how is that affecting just, just our function and, and everything, you know? Um, insulin resistance, how is it affecting our reproductive hormones, how is, you know, all these different things. So just because it's one issue, as in pain, there may be a lot of other things stemming from it. So as you start, you know, as you evaluate people, as you listen to their story, as you hear, you know, the other coming in for pain, they're like, yeah, well, it hurts. Okay, great. Tell me a little bit more about that. Tell me a little bit more about about what this is stopping you from doing. And you start to kind of dig into their story. A lot of things start to come out. Maybe there's a history of past trauma. Mm. Maybe there's been, you know, a really stressful um, situation that might have been suppressed, you know, whether it was a death in the family or something like that. Um, So all these things can come back. Um, and, and which is another reason why I love working so closely with mental health therapists, okay. because if this is the case with my clients, I'm like, here, I've got another person to introduce to you as part of this team. That's what I was um, going to ask. I was going to say, how do you address that then if that does come up? So you work closely with the other medical. I work extremely closely with mental health therapists. I've been very fortunate, um, to, to happen upon a group of the most phenomenal women, um, and you know, for my clients, I'm like, Hey, you've got this other resource here, you know, whether it's a sex therapist, whether it's a maternal mental health therapist, whether it's, you know, they just need some kind of relationship counseling or something like that. Um, you know, 
there, I have access to those people that I can refer them to mm-hmm. and say, hey, you need to go see this person. Um, I think they'll be a good fit for you, and I think that they'll be able to help bridge the gap so that as we work on the physical, you can work on the mental and the emotional, and we can kind of together get you get you through this and, and get you to towards whatever it is that you're working towards, whatever those ultimate goals are. Nice. And then what about... Um like nutrition do you how do you speak to that or how do you feel like that plays into wellness especially like with women it's super important and again uh, you know and disclaimer I am not a nutritionist but because of of my training there has been some component of nutrition um not only in in my training in PT school but also since then um and you'll find that like I tell people the body is like the car so if you consider nutrition as like, you know, your gasoline and your oils, like your oils that you have in the car, right? So you need, you know, you need to make sure that you're, you got that oil in the car. You got to make sure you got gas in the car. If not, the car's not going anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say, you know, you're not changing your oil. You're not, you're not maintaining proper nutrition. It can mess up the engine. Um, and that's kind of like our bodies. We need fuel for our bodies. Mm. You know, everything you take in isn't fuel. I can put water in a gas tank. <laughs> it's not fuel, right? So you put stuff in there, but it's not fuel. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make the car function the way that it's analogy. supposed to. Put some lemonade up in there. You know, it's like hey, lemonade's good. Put some lemonade in the car. But I mean, you know, so like it's the same thing with your body. You you can put stuff in there, but everything you put in there is not going to be good. It's not going to be ideal. And that's what you really want. You know, I'm not. I I like um. Um, there's a dietitian in Florida, um, Shannon Parks. Oh, she yes. Is, mm-hmm, absolutely phenomenal. And Shannon focuses on intuitive eating. And I quite like the idea and the concept. And it's not that it's something new, but you've got to fuel your body. And, and so many people are consumed with, I need to count calories and I need to do this and I need to do She's that. She's been a guest on and my you- podcast. So people can refer to that episode if they want to hear her story. <laughs> yep. There you go. And I think that people just need to be mindful of what they eat and how they eat. And what you'll find is, you know, you know, is, am I saying you cannot have ice cream? Well, no, I'm not saying you can't have ice cream if you like ice cream. I'm telling you, don't sit down there and wallow in your sorrows and eat the whole daggone pint. Like, like let's, let's <laughs> day not after do that. day you after know, day after day. <laughs> but could you say, you know what, on Friday, Friday's a chill day, huh, you know, let me have a little bit of ice cream. Sure. Oh my God, you're a human being, you know, or you can say, Hey, you know what? How about I have a healthier alternative? Maybe I can have a dairy free ice cream or something like that. So, I mean, you've got options, you've got alternatives, you know, um, and knowing the intention behind it, like, am I doing this to seek a feeling or am I doing it to just enjoy it because I enjoy it because the food isn't going to solve the problem. Exactly. I mean, and, and when you have people who are, I had a friend who was an extremely emotional eater, bless her heart. She would get mad. She would eat. She would get sad. She would eat. And I'm like, sweetie, the food's not going to make you feel better. It'll just make you full. Okay. <laughs> you need to address the problem. The problem is addressing the problem is going to make you feel better. Oh, she used to get so mad at me. Loved her to pieces. Loved her to pieces. But she's like, she would get so mad at me. And I'm like, but you know, I'm telling you the truth. The food does not fix your problem. Mm-hmm. So. Now that you're full, get up off your butt and go fix your problem. Well, there's actually a lot of research. So I was listening to podcasts. So part of that feeling full 
is it pushes on your vagus nerve and your phrenic nerve and it's a feedback loop into your nervous system to activate your parasympathetic nervous system when you're full. And so they could actually simulate the same thing if they did really deep belly breathing because it's really, it's just the pressure and the feedback to their vagus nerve. Yep. Which is funny. Um, And then how about for community? So like for me, I say um, mind, body, spirit. Spirit, I consider community. What sort of communities or resources? Because sometimes, especially with women, if they're stay-at-home moms or depending on if they're isolated, that can be a huge part of wellness as well and feeling alone. So what do you, how do you address that? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I talk to a lot of moms about this problem, actually. I live in Atlanta, which is a city of transplants. And what I find is a lot of women, especially after they've had a baby, for example, you know, they don't have any family. Um, so they feel lonely. They've got this new person to take care of. They're stressed out. They're not sleeping. And there's all this other stuff. And what I say to them is, you know, take some time to get out. Even if initially you're just getting out with baby, mm-hmm. take some time to get out, get out into fresh air, change your scenery around, go to the park and sit down with book. You know, bring a blanket for baby, put baby on the blanket. Baby will be just fine. Fresh air, never kill the baby yet. You know, you and baby get some fresh air. Um, or leave baby in the stroller right next to you. You know, you just sit there, you know, read a book. Maybe maybe just sit out there and enjoy the sunlight for, you know, five or ten minutes. Um, and then as you're comfortable, start looking at mom's groups. You know, and it doesn't mean that you have to be at every single event. Not by any means, but... What you're able to do is start to connect with other people. Mm. And you have people now that you can share with because we as human beings, especially as females, we love to share. Mm-hmm. We love to feel a sense of connection. Mm-hmm. And you might you might find that, hey, now I've, I've got these other people. They understand what I'm going through. Um, and so, you know, that can be very powerful in and of itself, you know, just to have that support system. So start connecting with moms groups. What are the moms groups in your area? There's Facebook there, you know, go on Facebook and see if your, your area has any moms groups. Um, start looking around on, on, um, meetup. I don't know if people still use meetup. I guess they do. They do. Um, cause mm-hmm. Facebook. Facebook's taken over, but like, I think yeah. for groups, I know for like photography and stuff, which is another thing, if you've got hobbies, you know, and you want to start kind of gradually getting back out there, or maybe you wanted to try something, go on meetup. There are hiking groups, there are photography groups, there are baking groups. I mean, you have all sorts of stuff that you can do um, just to kind of make that attempt to get out you're not, it's not going to get, and this is coming from somebody who had postpartum depression, right? And, and getting to my, getting to my, my car, which was in the garage and the garage door was still down, was like a triumph. Mm. So, you know, it, and I remember the day that I got to like the friend of my neighborhood and broke down crying. <laughs> my sister was with me, bless her heart. I love her to pieces. And she go, but we made it to the entrance of the subdivision. Now let's go celebrate. <laughs> and I like thinking that i Thinking back now, I can laugh on it. I was just crying the whole time. She reminded me of that the other day. She's like, you remember when we celebrated because, well, she celebrated. I just, I was just, (laughs) (laughs) um, so, you know, it, it takes time, but start, start with little things, start with little things that you're comfortable with, you know, and then kind of just a little bit at a time, a little bit more each time, you know, and it'll get better. Yeah. 
And then the last pillar is spirituality. So how would you say a higher power or power greater than yourself? How does that speak to you and your wellness and also maybe your patients when helping them? I'm a Christian. I was raised a Christian. So I believe that there's nothing that happens um, in my life without God. Mm. And so that's who I lean on. That is my strength. And, you know, there, there are times when I do need it. Like now I need to do better with my devotion and whatnot. But, um, but I think part of that is surrounding yourself with a community of people. I have people that can pull me up and say, Hey Jay, you know, do this, do that. Or, Hey Jay, are you okay? Or, Hey Jay, do you need a hug? Or, Hey Jay, I was thinking about you today. Mm. You know, can I pray for you? Um, one of our associate pastors called me the other day, um, well, it was right after Corona started, it was about two or three weeks in. I know we haven't seen you and I know you're at home. Is there anything I can do for you? And can I pray for you? And, you know, I just want you to know that I'm here. And I'm like, wow. you were rock man, you know, but that's not something that's foreign though. That's something that we do. You know, I, 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 um, volunteer at our church and I'm part of the production team. And so we have a, we have a a group me, like we are on there every day. You know, if somebody has a prayer request, if somebody needs to vent, if somebody needs, but again, and, you know, and just kind of keeping people in the word and keeping people, keeping people honest, you know, like I said, pulling them up if they need to pull up, you know, maybe they're just venting and they're like, okay, but now that you finish, you need to regroup and, you know, understand where your strength comes from. Um, But I think that having, um, a strong faith and also having um, a community to help support you because on our own we can mm-hmm. only get so far Amen. like on our own and, and you can think that you're the strongest person in the world and you can think that you know I don't need anybody to you know, I'm good um, you can think all those things but if nothing else on your own you will only get so far not only that it's boring because you're by yourself yes. <laughs> like, like the journey is so much better this journey called life is so much better when we have a community when we have people and your community does not have to be super large but it's so much better when you have people that you know can be there for you that you can call on like if you just needed to cry yes (laughs) you can just pick up the phone and cry and they will just sit there and listen to you stop and be like okay i'm here you know, or you needed somebody to pray for you, or you needed somebody to be objective, or you needed, you know, a good tongue lashing, and it's like, okay, you need, you need to get your life right, you know, or whatever it is, but it's so much better when you have people that are going to be on that journey with you. And that's, I 100% agree with that, but that's too, I'm really passionate about getting people to build these habits before shit hits the fan because like you said you're involved in church you have that community you're doing it when things are right you're doing your devotional you're doing your movement you're doing your eating having these habits of wellness set in place to have a good foundation upon for when crap does hit the fan oh now I need a community but I didn't put the time and energy and effort into it before because I didn't quote-unquote need it so knowing like serving and being a part of it and doing the things is part of what's you want it in the highs and the lows and then that's what's going to set you up for a successful life and journey and being able to recover quicker that is awesome what were you gonna say 
I said, absolutely. Yeah. Well, where can people get more of you? Where can they get contact with you? Um, I'll put everything in the show notes as well, but if they're just listening and want to write it down, how can they get more of you? Um, so my website is www.jmm, so M as in Mary, M as in Mary, healthsolutions.com. And on Instagram, I am at the pelvic perspective. And on Facebook, you can find me at JMM Health Solutions. And we've got, I've got the Instagram, the Facebook, the website. Um, we're also on YouTube, JMM Health Solutions. And um, I also have a podcast, Fueling Her, A Woman's Guide to Wellness. Um, that I co-host with my colleague and dear friend, um, Dr. Chelsea Derda, who's a chiropractor here in the Atlanta metro area. And, you know, much like yourself, we look at wellness and we look at different women who are doing, you know, we're doing well, you know, they're moms, they're entrepreneurs, they are, you know, doing well in business, doing well in, in, in um, finances, you know, maybe we were talking about health and fitness or whatnot, but so many different things to discuss when it comes to wellness and just kind of seeing other people, especially other women that are, that are thriving and, and to get some encouragement and, and kind of some guidance along the way. So we'd like to, we like to do that for other people. And so we started our podcast. So tune in if you'd like to know more. Nice. I like that. If you had one book and or podcast to recommend besides your own, obviously, because um, you just already just talked about it, so you can't, you know you have to come up with something new. What would you recommend? And it doesn't have to even be wellness related. Um, a book. So I like, um, of course, I'm going to draw a blank on his name. Donald Miller's book. Um, oh crap! I can see the book right in front of my head too. See if you didn't ask me, it would be there. You need it. You need blood sugar. We'll come back to it. So. If you had one wellness tip, go ahead and Google it. One wellness tip only you could give. What would you give? Um, just, just, there is no such thing as balance. Just start, just start, um, start doing something. Just start doing something. Just start trying to move forward. Kind of think of where you are. Think of where you want to be. And, you know, understand that it's a journey to get there. And you're going to have to be fortified along the journey. That's where the whole concept of wellness comes in. Um, that's that fortification as you go along the journey, you know, um, strengthening your mind, strengthening your body, strengthening your spirit and your soul. So you really need to be fortified as we go through this journey called life. And like I said, you know, you don't want to do it alone. It's always better with friends. So story brand. Oh, Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. just finally finishing that. Our coach, mentor, like three times. <laughs> yeah, Greg gave it to us on our first uh, mastermind in November, and I'm finally yeah. like finishing it. <laughs> I read the audio book like twice, and I read the other book, the actual book, because then I went and bought the book. Yes. Well, thank you so much for taking time today. It has been a pleasure and honor speaking with you, and um, I look forward to probably having more of you in the future. Oh, my pleasure. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you so, so much for having me. All right, Wellness Warriors. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. 
And again, if you got anything from it, please leave a review. Good, bad, ugly, positive, whatever it may be. I want to grow and become a better person for you um, to better help you and grow along this journey of wellness. And again, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Wellness Warriors Unite, and we do it anyway. Love you.